Hey, good afternoon, good evening, and good morning, I guess, wherever you may be. Uh, Douglas from the Brothers from Other Mothers podcast. Uh, real quick, uh, before we venture into episode seven, I wanted to take a minute <clears throat> to personally thank each and every one of you um, and ask a favor on top of that. Um, if you are a viewer of this podcast or a listener of this podcast, first and foremost, on behalf of John, Bob, and my brother Paul, we all humbly thank you for devote, giving us 30 to 45 minutes of your time every week, sometimes an hour. Um, that said, uh, we would like to hear from you. Um, we realize that we're, we're, we're still pretty early on in this uh, endeavor, but we're, we're taking it seriously. We've got a bunch of episodes banked. And the episode you are about to watch is personally my favorite episode that we've done. I think it's the funniest one that we've done inadvertently, and I think it's the most honest of who we are as friends. Um, and from from this episode forward, I think we, we really do hit a stride. Every Everything that comes after this, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of. I'm proud of everything that we've done up to this point. But episode seven is definitely a turning point for us, I think, as far as our humor goes and, I, and, and establishing who we are. Um, but more than anything, uh, we want to ask a favor. If you watch us on YouTube, please uh, like, subscribe, and above all, comment. Even if you don't like us or, or, or you do like us, we want to hear good and bad. We want to hear criticisms. We want to hear compliments. We want to hear advice, anything you think that we should be talking about. Um, we, uh, we're discussing Patreon right now, but that's still a ways away, but we definitely need to hear from you. So if you, if you watch the podcast on YouTube, please like subscribe <clears throat> and, and leave a comment for us. If you listen to our podcast, this is the important one. If you listen to our podcast through Spotify, iTunes, anchor, any, any, any of the platforms that we're available to stream on, please rate and, and review our podcast. We are learning as we're doing this that the way to get more eyes on us, uh, there's a lot of things we can do, but one of the biggest ones is leaving reviews and, and, and ratings in iTunes and in Spotify. Uh, commenting apparently opens, for whatever reason, in algorithms opens up to uh, where more eyes, more ears. So please, uh, if, if you're enjoying what we're doing, it doesn't even have to be a long comment. You could, it could be as arbitrary as high and then you know, rate whatever you think it is uh, that you would rate our podcast. We just need to get feedback. We need to know where we stand. We would like to know how many people listen to us on YouTube and how many people listen to the audio portion only as well. Um, that'll be a, a big factor in determining uh, how we proceed with our video podcast. I'd, I'm editing them, but um, I like adding stuff to them. But if, if no one's really watching the video stuff, then I don't know if I'm going to add as much uh, graphic inlay and, and fun Easter egg stuff throughout. But uh, regardless, I'm going on three minutes now and I'm rambling. So thank you so much uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, this is the one thing I do in a week that I look forward to doing is recording with my best friends and my brothers and, and sharing a few laughs and then being able to share that with you. So uh, thank you, and enjoy episode seven, Death, and other bowls of soup for the Footloose Solace. Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm John. I love Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky is the greatest wow. quarterback oh, to yeah. ever play football. <laughs> I hate, when the fuck have I ever said that? 
the day they drafted him, I remember clearly having this conversation. You are so full of shit, your fucking <laughs> eyes are brown. You guys are worse than my last fucking girlfriend. Jesus Christ. How is she doing anyway? Yeah, how's Rosie? Died. <laughs> your hand's dead? Oh, oh, she's, oh she's dead. dead. She's dead. <laughs> I don't you guys know that, that you had a girlfriend. Yeah. I did not know you had a girlfriend. That, in the time I've known you, this is the first yeah. girlfriend I've ever known of that you've had. Seriously, do you guys not know the last girl that I gave like three years died last year? No, it's a true story. I'm not being funny. No, the last person I dated, the last person I had sex with, like fucking died in a car accident in Cape Coral last year. John, it's it's not that I've been broken up. I'm really trying not to it's, laugh. It's not I'm that really I disbelieve you. I just wish you wouldn't say this story with a smile on your face. Trying not to laugh? Um, I've been drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be dead fucking serious. I'll be dead serious. Because yeah, like yeah. in Happy Gilmore, because in Happy Gilmore, when everyone asked him, he's like, oh, how's that girl you're seeing? Oh, she's, she's dead. dead. She fell off a cliff. She died. Like my ex- like, my ex-girlfriend is, like, literally dead. Very, very sad. Granted, broke up for about a year and a half, and the, the relationship ended very bad. Her dad was the local reverend, and he didn't like dancing or music. And they John, did outlaw John, John was a testament to everything that he believed in. So John helped her fight back against the system. And then John did this crazy dance in this uh, air, air hangar. Yeah. I heard they did a documentary on that. Well, I'm never going to share anything <laughs> personal with you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Wow. No. Well, I was going to say... Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Playing chicken with the local, local rival gang. A buddy of mine. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. I'm, I'm sorry. glad somebody got the other Footloose reference. <laughs> this guy. This guy. We were finishing up a 25K. And he was a cross-country teacher, and I was hurt, so I was taking photos for the race. And I took some pictures of him, like, two minutes before he crossed the finish line. And then I ran back, and uh, he was on the ground. And we started giving him CPR. We were out in the middle of nowhere in Alba. It took the ambulance probably 15 minutes to get there, and it was, I mean, I'm sure just me trying alone, I'm sure I broke at least. Yeah, uh, I actually saved an old guy last, last December in Ironwood. I oh, was wow. uh, coming back from my girlfriend's parents' house at the time, and uh, driving back, there's this old guy, like, over 80, I'd say 85, walking right after an ice storm, and as we were driving by, he slipped, did a full 180, and landed right on his head. I did CPR, stopped the bleeding, until ambulance got there, and he survived. So, Paul, here's the thing. I'm going to call bullshit on your story, and here's why. Okay. Because you started it off. Because you started it off with I was driving home from my girlfriend's house. My girlfriend's. So parents. right, right off the bat, your girlfriend's parents' house. Right off the bat, I don't believe you. It's false. Okay. Because you guys are people are born in February. You want to know why? Because people like to fuck in the summer in the springtime. Yep. Well, my daughter was born at 25 weeks. She was supposed to be born June 8th, and she was born February 27th, so Whoa. Yeah, she was a she was a little bit early. By the way, um, if you've never if you've never seen Bob's daughter, and I hope that you haven't, because that would just be fucking weird. 
I but it's a spinning image of Bob in female form. When she gets older and starts having to dodge dicks and shit in high school, she's going to have his personality looking out for everything, man. Can you imagine being the the dude picking any of our daughters if we had kids picking our daughters up for the first date? Can you imagine how fucking awkward that would be for that dude? Hypothetically, I, I feel I, I feel bad for that dude. Bob is the only one here who has a daughter. So he will actually Look, live this, but Jesus I, I told I told my daughter at a very early age, I said, listen, I don't care who you bring home. I don't care if it's a boy. I don't care if it's a girl. I don't give a fuck. As long as they treat you well, I will not be black. nice. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I was thinking, and that's why, no, I didn't say that. And, this, and that right there is why I don't have kids, because my response is totally fucking different from that. See, so that's probably I, I, I felt I felt that way when I was younger. I really did. Like when I found out I was having a kid, I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. But as I've aged and watched her grow up and tried to instill some of some sort of values, which I don't have many values, let's be honest. But <laughs> I, I, I think that she's smart enough to make smart choices about people, or I hope she is. And if she's not, then I can fuck them up. You know, it is what it is. I, I You know, I'm... she she asked me the other day. Well, she didn't ask me. She asked my mom. She asked my wife. She asked my other wives. <laughs> she's like... Are you Bill Paxton and Big Love? Kinda. I have hero wife, kitten <laughs> wife, peace, and my bro. wife. So, she asked all of these people if they would still love her if she dated a girl. And I was Angel? like, yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't How old is she, 10? She'll be 10. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, wow. our, our two roommates are a married lesbian couple. I was going to say, that's a very, very strange thing for a 9 or a 10-year-old girl to say. But now that you put it in context, that makes sense. There's nothing wrong with that. But for Jack, for Jack, yeah. so dude, that ground. show broke so many... Dude, if you if you are like fuck Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek sucks. I love Dawson's like, Creek. Fuck you. You know nothing about pop cultures. One of my top okay. about pop right there, right there. Holy right there. shit! I, I'm so, 37 years old. I'm 37 years old. I'm rewatching it right now, and I am like, holy shit! This show was fucking groundbreaking for its right. time. Real quick, and I'm watching it as an adult now, not realizing. Just how far they pushed the envelope oh, on yeah. everything, you know, and I'm like, "Wow, we were so lucky to have had that in our generation." Right. Yeah. Fucking Pacey was the best part of Dawson's I, Creek, I, in my opinion. Dude, we're, we're, we're rewatching cool. Fringe right now, and I was just about to say that's. I was just about to say Dawson's Creek is my least favorite Josh Jackson role. It's fucking Fringe. I love Fringe. I have every season on Blu-ray. I own it on 4K. Ooh. And this will also go back to a previous conversation. He's also in The Affair, which everybody should watch if you haven't seen it. I haven't Agreed. yet. Oh, um, God, it's a good show. Guys, I have to I gotta go myself pee. for a minute. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. I'm going to mute myself. I'll be right back. Yeah, real quick before you do go, I want to vote. Uh, I think before Doug speaks every time, he should have to say, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. Luckily, Sometimes we have a new so. administration now, and we can all live in harmony. And you know, yeah, we're not getting we're not getting stimulus checks, and a lot of people lost their job. But at least we are. We're not. At least men can now compete in women's high school athletics nationwide. We're not getting. 
Did that, is that official? We're not getting stimulus checks? No, no, that's not the priority right now. Priority oh. Priorities went making sure that boys could participate in women's sports in high school, impeaching Trump, and making sure tens of thousands of people are out of a job. We had to, we had to get those done first, and then we'll tackle the stimulus issue a couple weeks down the road. Well, there you have it, folks. We're all doomed! <laughs> no, we're not. I, buy guns, grow your own food. Um, yeah, right. The star of the show was Katie Holmes. As far as if you once you get to season four and on, really the show is centered around her, not Dawson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dawson yeah, even takes like, a hiatus in the college years, shit, doesn't she? She goes to Boston College. It's Worthington, and it's a it's a yeah, that's right, Harvard, Worthy- Worthington. I get where you're going. But she goes to work in Boston after college, and then she goes to Paris, and then to time jump and all that. My biggest complaint with the finale, Jen dying to me was a, a big problem. Jen is the loose girl. Joey's the virginal girl that everyone wants. And at the end, Joey's character hasn't had a whole lot of transformation, but she still has both guys pining over her. And she knows what Pacey's dick tastes like. And Dawson's. Yeah. Jen, who's had the most growth of anyone in the show, just happens to die. Like, oh, by the way, the loose girl's dead. Uh, it gives us something to wrap the show up with. And, uh, oh, uh, here, we're going to give her a kid who's not old enough to talk to her best friend who's gay, who just now happens to be dating the guy that we said was gay the whole show, but never actually talked about or showed for the last three seasons. Yeah, that's because that's because Pacey, the younger brother, always teased him, the older brother, of being gay because he always knew he was. Mm-hmm. But they never actually acknowledge it. They don't... And the character of Doug in that show was kind of a piece of shit. He, he was never nice to Pacey. And gay. Super gay. Doug in that show loved the taste of cock. The older brother named Doug was wicked gay from the beginning and just loved the taste of dick and was always a douche to his younger brother until the later years. Huh. Doug has this look on his face like, I relive this every day. <laughs> no, I wasn't even paying attention to you guys. I'm watching John. John makes me smile. I bet he does. You're muted, Johnny. Nobody can hear you. You little fucking kitty down there. I just want to take my finger and just fucking pet your little head. Just pet your head. I squish your head. Bob, can we agree that Busy Phillips was useless on the show? Useless in life. Fuck her. I hate that. I love her. Why do you guys hate Busy Phillips? I love her. Dawson's Creek. I'm specifically talking about Dawson's Creek. One, one. One, I didn't actually know how to say Freaks her Freaks and Geeks I like her on, but that's it. I liked her in Freaks and Geeks, and I liked her for part of Dawson's Creek. Royal Rumble's tomorrow right. night. Yes! I guess. Okay, <laughs> that's Pocahontas, who's much better than Ariel. So basically, you have scantily clad cosplay photos of Disney characters on your phone, you fucking creep. Yes, yes, I do. That's crazy. Me and this guy, Matt, who I'm going to call out by name, Matt. Matt Ammons. Fucking yeah, douche. right. Wow. No, no, it's Matt Lawrence. We know you've been hanging out with Matthew Lawrence. It wasn't Matthew Lawrence. It's Matt Ammons. Stop with was... the last name before you fucking soon. <laughs> oh, fuck him. He listens every week. So, And he likes you being th- talked about. Hey, Matt, if you're listening, we appreciate your viewership. Fuck him, Bob Ripperdan. <laughs> I haven't looked at the YouTube, man. I haven't looked at the YouTube analytics, but it looks like our episodes have been dropping off since episode one, but I hope we don't get sued. Hey, Matt, thanks for so watching, anyway, but you're no Skyler. an argument over who is the hotter Disney princess, Pocahontas or Ariel. 
it, it, it got it got heated. How old are you? How I'm old fucking are you? Forty three, bitch. Arguments grown men should not be happy with other grown men. I hope to God your daughter was in the room and said, "Chill the fuck out, Dad." My friend Anthony created a Facebook poll, and he goes, "All right, who's the Disney character who is most punchable?" <laughs> and I, of course, wrote Cinderella. Ah, there it is. There it is. There's that blank look. That's fucking. That's funny to me. <laughs> No, Sid, okay, who is the most punchable? Sid from Toy Cinderella. Story. Wait, what? Cinderella. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. Because she white. was a liar. She was a fucking liar. She was projecting herself to be something she wasn't. And three, she should have been at home in the kitchen doing her chores. What was the question? What? Who is the most punchable Disney character? Sid from oh, Toy Story. Gaston. To me, it's easily Gaston. Oh, for me, it's easily Sid. No, that prick from uh, from Ratatouille that tried to fuck up uh, what's his, Schwimmer's character through the whole movie. That asshole French chef. That prick. I wouldn't mind punching him. I don't like French people, though. Never I watched Ratatouille. Reds. Don't like them. Never watched Ratatouille. Me neither. It's a good movie. Really good movie. You don't like French people? And I'll fall. No, so I don't like, hate. So I don't, you don't, I don't like Julie Delpy? I don't hate. No, not really. Um, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't hate French people. Uh, I just uh, yeah, because I'm sure we're big in France. I'm sure people are just not going to. No, I'm no, France. I'm saying I don't genuinely hate them. I, I hate a good fucking point. market. Thanks, guys. I was gonna, I was gonna say God. I was gonna say John smokes a whole pack of cigarettes. Yeah, me episode. That... He's probably an icon in France. He's like the next Jerry Lewis. Bonjour, bonjour, callez-nous français. Comment se fait-il, John? You guys know that I took fucking French in fucking high school instead of Spanish. Boy, am I fucking retarded. Paid off you, for you in life. You know, at work the other day, yeah. I went up to my manager and I said, hey, <laughs> I'm learning Spanish. And he said, why? And I just said, quiero mordir. And I explained to him that I can repeatedly now just say I want to die over the microphone. And all of you guys will now understand what I'm saying. Huh? That really brought the levity up. <laughs> So I've I've written a few things down that uh, that we could talk about if any if if any car ramrod. I'm actually interested in... I wrote it on the paper. Go ahead. I'm high. True Detective. I I still have I, I sent Bob season one and two on Blu-ray and I still have yet to I don't think you and I have actually talked about it since then. And season one. Oh boy, great. here we go. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Bob. I agree with Bob. Everything he's about to Time. say because I know where this is going. Um. <laughs> Season, is a flat season one is what is the best of the of the series. Absolutely. Yeah. Season two, like here's season one. Grab my here's season two. Yeah, agreed. Have you seen the, season three? The cast of season two was fucking great, though. Season uh, three was kind of like, eh. yeah, uh, yeah. Season three was, yeah, season three was all right. It was all right. I didn't hate season two like good. everybody else. There's parts of season two it's, I fucking loved. That fucking shootout in downtown Los Angeles. That 15 minute. Shootout between uh, Taylor Kitchener and the and the Sp the Mexican cartel gang out in the middle of the uh, of like the city. I thought that shit was awesome. All right, Doug, you, you, I'll concede. Out of the ten hours of show there is, the fifteen minute shootout scene was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> great, great cast. 
You just sounded so crestfallen. True Detective Season 1, though. Like, I genuinely wanted to hear your thoughts on Season 1. We, we never really talked about it. And to me, McConaughey, Season 1 of True Detective is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. McConaughey it's, was unfucking believable in that, in that I, show. That's a show I Absolutely. can rewatch at the drop of a hat, and I agree with you. That, that was when the McConaissance started. It, it was with True Detective. It's, it's, it's the first show that I've seen in a long time that has really made me uncomfortable to watch it. There are certain times in that show where, like, I just feel just creeped out, very uncomfortable, very stressed out, even though it's a fictional fucking show. Yeah, and, and I, it's a good... I, I, I think it was done so fucking well. Yeah, and it was a good rewatch, though. Because once you know the ending, like, to see all the little things along the way on the rewatch, you still feel uncomfortable, but you notice those little things. And I figure, so I learn something new every time I watch it. Or see something new. The little things. The oh, yeah, me, me and Doug HBO watched it yesterday. Paul and I finished it last We watched it last night. Yeah. It was all fucking right. awesome. The ending I didn't care for. You mean I, the yeah, ending I that was literally, say. the ending that was, this, let's call it what it was, it was the reverse seven. Yeah, it was that you could tell it was heavily influenced by Seven. And the one thing I really liked about the movie is, as an observer of this world, we don't, we still have no fucking clue who did it. It's a who did it movie yeah. where you never get the satisfaction of who did it. I, I have my own theories, but you yeah. watch it, John? No, and I don't want to after hearing that fucking review. It's, it's, I, it's really, really good. good. I think it's really good. Now, I want to. Okay, yeah, I so, didn't like the ending. Who was the better actor in the movie, Leto or uh, Denzel? Who stole the movie for you? Oh, a Denzel. You know, funny. I, saw the I saw the fucking trailer for this. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, the movie looks good as fuck. We'll it's give really you three good. minutes. Rewatch the trailer again. Catch up, and we'll go ahead and discuss. So um, I think I'm a contrast difference to Doug. Okay, I we're gonna watch the movie right now. See you guys later. <laughs> I like the ending because what's that? Gets, I said I like the ending because it's heavily influenced by Seven, but it's different than Seven, and it's an ending we've never seen before. Yeah, I... So if you were to guess in your own mind, who do you think the killer was? Well, I kind of don't want to fuck this Yo, up for fuck John. Yo, fucking spoilers! I just I have to say, I don't want to fuck... Why I... are we talking about this? I don't want to fuck it up for John, I agree. I... I think Denzel Washington. I think Denzel Washington is dead, and it was all an imagination. It was part of. <laughs> I did text Doug. I did text Doug while watching it, and I was like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, "Holy fuck, dude! This movie just got real sick sensey on me." <laughs> John just left. <laughs> oh, we. I haven't given any spoilers. Oh my god. No, no, I know. It's just funny as fuck. <laughs> You guys ever watched Deadwood? He's been in a lot of What's it about? <laughs> Al Swearingen's right-hand man, who, like, kills little kids in that show. That's, yeah. have you seen my baseball? He also played Meatloaf in the Fox biopic of Meatloaf. Every time I see him in a legitimate um, role, was a I see Fox him. Biopic it was actually really good, oh, too. Yeah. Oh, it was dude, like it's really good, too. Like, horrendously bad. Good, good yeah. It's, like, so bad. Um, like, your word. It's like the Jackson 5 one. Have you ever seen the Jackson Before 5 one? Before we move on. The Navy, the end of 2008. I was in a mixed division. A mixed division. Thank you for your service, sir. What? I was in a... Thank you for your service. Oh, thanks, man. 
don't, don't don't do that. He gets it too good for too long, man. Like yeah, the rest you of his life, medical bills are covered. That guy's he's fine. He doesn't. All for nothing. From, I'm I'm not military, but I come from a long military background. Of my father, my grandfather, my great great grandfather, etc. So I, I I appreciate our veterans. Uh, I don't I agree with wars politically, but I'm I, with you. I appreciate our service members. I have a lot of friends who were in the service. Me and, too. Uh, some of them did they come back? Okay. So. Let me tell you what my father told me about the service. Don't trust your fucking government. Never had well, no shit. Don't, don't join the service. Most I tried don't. to join the army. I was so, yeah. I, I went on my twenty second birthday. I was overweight and they wouldn't take me. Yeah. They said we don't take faggots in our army. <laughs> no, they did back then. That was they a were, joke. Definitely. That was a joke. <laughs> Why? That was a joke. Jesus Christ! You guys are taking everything I say fucking serious. Oh, no, I know it was a joke. What the fuck is joke. going on? Anyway, okay. So yeah, we so, laugh at the fact that your girlfriend died, but we take that seriously. <laughs> You lived to the fact that I was talking about my dead fucking girlfriend, but you took that fucking serious. I, 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 you I guys are with horrible. It. I didn't take it serious. Horrible. Anyway. Horrible, horrible fucking human beings. So I went to boot camp. Oh my god. I went to boot camp. Fucking Christ. Seriously. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Look how Who's red. Driving? Who's driving? Who's driving? Who is driving? How could this be? Oh no, Japanese animators! Oh, oh no, Korean animators! You want the truth? You can't handle the truth! <laughs> oh no, Tom Cruise! <laughs> Charles Barkley! <laughs> oh, fuck. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna roll fuck. in the story of me joining the service. May, in I, may I remind you, your honor has never been in a Spielberg film. I was in Gremlins. Yeah, but not Gremlins too. <laughs> I'll allow it. George Lucas, I would like my eight dollars back. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna make up a Gremlin on the spot. Mm, gremlin made of vegetables. <laughs> I joined in late 2008. Went to boot camp. Uh, I signed my contract, knowing what my job was gonna be. So I knew I was going into a uh, military intelligence. Which was military intelligence, Pentagon. Yeah, go ahead, Doug. Am I the only one that's hearing you, robot? I'm just curious. That's, uh, that's all I've heard for five minutes straight. Is it better now? Is it good now or no? Yeah, yeah, yes. now it's good. Okay, I just did a reset yeah, no. on the headset, so sorry about that. All right, um, start over from the beginning. Fuck that. <laughs> okay, so she had start my... Over. When I broke Paul, my ankle... Paul, Paul start, start over from the beginning from when you were 12 years old and you first discovered your first Playboy and that you were into women... And then you met, and then Especially go on to be this women. chick in the service. Go. Okay. So I got a great story about this one time I found a skipping stone when I was fishing that's going to blow your fucking mind. All right. So she got my orders when I broke my ankle to work with the SEAL teams. I got the orders. Girl ahead of me in the class had the flag level orders. She, she failed out of school. They offered the orders to me, and this was like a, these are career making orders. So, I, do you guys just want me to stop telling the story? I'm good with not reliving this. I'm totally good with not reliving this. Sorry. He's such an asshole, John. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. 
You don't have to relive I'm it anymore. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Paul. Paul, I love you, man. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm good. Like, I don't have, like... Relive your misery for our enjoyment. All right. So, John. <laughs> so I get the orders Paul, to England. Paul, Paul, I love you. Paul. Paul, I love you to death, but if someone were to tell me a story of paint drying, this would be it. Jesus Christ, get to the good stuff. So I got orders to England. <laughs> uh, What's your most awkward run-in with an ex? Uh, Doesn't it have to be like a long-term relationship, any of that. In college, there was this girl who I was really into, and I didn't know much about her, but we had some classes together. I was working as a butcher in Green Bay at the time, um, and... She, she was in one of she was in like my constitutional law class and I was really good at constitutional law and she was not and we set up a study date and she's like oh I can only and I knew she had a kid that was something I knew she had a kid but she never said she had a husband so you can see where the story is going um, so we set up a study date one time she came over we studied we banged out I did not protect myself and like afterwards we just kind of ghosted each other i was i was a real hound i was a real hound in college and uh i noticed she wasn't in class anymore and i'm like where did she go blah blah blah. this is like months later and somebody's like oh she's pregnant and i'm like oh that's fucking weird and she, we never called each other again well approximately nine months later i'm working in the butcher shop and her husband's a trucker who goes out on the long haul trucks long haul trucking every week he's gone for a week at a time so they come in with, and he is he is literally six five, a brick shit house, jet black hair, brown eyes, and, and you, uh, they, saw, you looked at the baby and saw your own eyes. They came into the butcher Back. shop with their two kids. The firstborn is a little brick shit house with oh. black hair, brown eyes, and then there's this pudgy blonde haired, blue eyed baby in a stroller that was just born. And they bought meat from I the butcher store. Never heard that story either. Yeah. So, so, so apparently I have a nephew. Awesome. I would, and it went, it went really, you could tell she was really nervous. And like, when I saw the baby, like I turned into, Oh shit, I've got to play this off. Dude was really cool. Liked him a lot. <laughs> Came in all the time to buy meat after me. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, m most guys are really cool that are raising another man's kid. Yeah. They're more than <laughs> I had one. It was my bachelor party. So great already. This is great already. Your wife doesn't watch this, does she? My bachelor party <laughs> for my ex-wife. I uh, I screwed around a lot, and I had hooked up with this girl who I was friends with, and was a former coworker and whatnot. And I was like, man, I'm just not ready for a relationship, and that's what this person wanted. And I was like, all right, we're not going to do this anymore. I'm not ready for anything serious. And I kid you not, two months later, it's my bachelor party, so clearly I was not in the right headspace to be dating or marrying anyone. Because I tell one person I'm not ready for anything, and then I'm getting married two months later. And I go to the bar, and we're at the first bar of the night, and this girl walks up to me, and she's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a couple months. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, man, you're here with a whole lot of people. I'm like, yeah. What are you out here celebrating? My, ba my, my, ba my bachelor party? <laughs> Your what? My, 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 my bachelor party? 
It was the most awkward. Like, I'm trying to look her in the face and not feel like the world's the worst human being. I'm in my bachelor party, and I put them titties in my face! <laughs> and I, I bet no, you, Bob, I she was sitting there having the same that. thoughts. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just want to leave so badly. And at my bachelor party, some asshole decided, hey, we have a designated driver. Let's dose the designated driver. So they no, took a bunch of Xanax that? and boasted, dosed it into our driver. How did you do that? Who does that? Are Idiots. That's who does that. <laughs> are these are these Lip Biscuit fans? Tell me, like, what are they wearing? What are they wearing? I don't know. Are they, I can... are they wearing Affliction t-shirts? Because that's what I imagine. One of them might have been actually, but I will tell you, at some point during the night, I don't. I think it might have been the Buddha. Adam. Yeah, Adam, not Aaron Barrett. <laughs> yeah, so Adam shows up at the bar and joins the bachelor party, and I was like, I haven't seen this dude in years, but okay, sure. Absolutely, love Adam. I yeah, he was, all I he was all like, hands up and hands down, back up, back now. <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Now I know you'll be loving this shit right here. L-I-M-P, the biscuit is right here. It's right here. That's that's. You You're guys were here, fucking so, point. Bob, so white, so white. Bob, I don't. Bob, I. True story. True story. I had that song stuck in my head this morning at seven forty-five a.m. So I'm I got in my you. work truck. Yeah, I know. Me too. It was horrible. Here's I, here's the really bad part of it. Is that I went on Spotify and I sat in my work truck in my driveway, <laughs> and I listened. Do that entire goddamn song. That's how I started off my day today. So and you know what? I blame that song on why today was a motherfucker. <laughs> it was not a good day. I had it in my head. I had that. The hands up. The hands down. Back up. Back up. What you gonna do now? I had that stuck in my head for some fucking strange reason, and I was like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. And I didn't even listen to the decent rap version with, like, fucking Wu-Tang Clan on it. I listened to the straight-up <laughs> shitty radio new edit. metal fucking radio edited. No, so it wasn't radio your, your edited. Day, your day would have started better if you would have started listening to their Mission Impossible song. That oh, one, that'll get you. I, lo <laughs> I, love, I love that song. Hey, fuck Look, you. I love bow, that song. Bow, 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 so Biscuit, before their first album came out, they happened to be opening for Corn on the Life is Peachy tour, and then Helmet was the middle band, which, by the way, Helmet blew everyone away. Sure. Because, it was just because so one of those three bands is a good band, right. and two of them are not. Right. Right. Exactly. So Jesus Biscuit. Christ. Really, Bob? Really, Bob? Wait, Bob, wait, wait, Bob, 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 stop. You're telling me that you went and saw Limp Bizkit, Corn, and Helmet, and Helmet put on an awesome show? No, no, no. And it was, was good. Biscuit, Helmet, then Corn. Pray tell. Pray tell, sir. So, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the Helmet being good in that situation. The fucking Backstreet Boys could have been the middle goddamn band <laughs> of that, and they the would have been phenomenal. There was a big Sharps riot at that. Like, what? Sharps, skinheads against racial prejudice. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was the weirdest fucking thing. So, like, I'm standing there with my buddy, and there's these skinheads walking with their African-American girlfriends, and these two redneck dudes who clearly did not belong there dropped John's favorite word. And, uh, the next thing you know... I see what you did there. The next thing you know... It's not my favorite word. It's my second favorite word. You fucking... Everybody knows you don't wear your favorite shirt to a B&E. You wear your second favorite shirt. So the next thing you know, these two poor redneck schmucks are just getting monkey stomped by like 40 guys. Whoa, that's a little racially insensitive. Monkey stomp. That's very racist of you to say that. See, I think think what you just... I think what you... I think what you just said is more offensive than me dropping fucking Just saying. Put up a poll. I bet you Bob still owns Generation no. X on LaserDisc. No, Bob, tell me about American this time American History you, X. that you saw Coheed and Cambria with Creed and Trap, and Coheed and Cambria was the best band there. I'm dying to hear this, this amazing story of how I've the fuck lived. that's possible. Of all the people sitting here, I am the least likely to have been to a trapped and or what was the other band? Creed. Paul would have. No, more I think. Seen no, I think you are the most Creed. likely person to have been there. Actually, yeah, Bob, he's right. You have the biggest eclectic taste of anybody in this room, man. You listen to everything. I, I don't listen to Creed. That I know only, of. I literally only know one trap song. Don't you listen to trap? You we were a fan of them. You bought their album? No, I don't know the name of their album. Do they have more here's, than one album? Here's, here's a fun fact, man. You guys can hate on Creed all you want, but you know what? I they take, had a, they take had away a their vocal. They had a talent. Take away their vocalist. Yeah, take away their vocalist. Take away their vocalist and their lyrics, and it's one of the best rock bands of the late '90s, early 2000s. They were a very talented band, minus their singer. Abide it. Absolutely. He was fucking nut job. Yeah, I will I will I will I will give you that. They were a talented band minus their singer. All his lyrics were so religious and like And he wasn't that guy pro life and like and he wasn't oh my that guy. God. No, he, he was. was. He and was then and then he discovered drug addict. <laughs> and then he discovered crack cocaine and he was like, I love this shit. And no, Jesus. Then, no, then he don't have an abortion. Wasn't no, then he met Kid Rock. Wasn't it T.I. that saved his life? I don't know. Who the fuck is T.I.? I, I want to say it was T.I. Uh, they found him, like, laying on a balcony. He was going to jump off the fucking balcony, and they found him passed out out there in Miami. And T.I. saved his life? Yeah. Fuck T.I. You sure let him fucking jump. They were going to... Because that like... motherfucker... Because that motherfucker is still traveling around spewing his bullshit lyrics. Fuck that guy. Fuck Scott Strap or whatever those fucking... John, yes. If you had to relive your life without ever listening to the Lawrence Arms, how different would you be? Still have been Ouija. What's up, throwback? (laughs) (laughs) Spot on. You know what? Here we go. Here we go, Bob. I mean, me to bring this fucking story up for a minute. Start doing this podcast. So Brendan Kelly does a podcast, and he told this amazing story about. 
Now, Brendan Kelly is the bass no player of the Lord's Arms. No He's famous. Name. We no can use name. him. Anyway. No, we can't no use last name. names. We don't want to get sued on our podcast yeah. with our millions of listeners. All six of them are going to be fucking offended. <laughs> Anyways, Brendan Kelly uh, told a story on his podcast about a uh, Q105 show in Chicago that he somehow sneaked his way into to get free beer and food. And one of the headlining bands of this concert was none other than Cohen and Gambria back in the day. And he proceeds to tell a story about Claudio storming off the stage, coming into the dressing room, and picking up the deli tray of meats and flinging it at the wall and being like, that was one of the worst shows. This is fucking bullshit. And having a total prima donna meltdown. And Brendan Kelly's just sitting there and he was like, well, you know, that meat was for all the bands playing here tonight. That guy's kind of an asshole for fucking doing that. And then he went out to write a song about it in the Larry Arms. <laughs> and it's far better than anything that Coey and Cambria would ever fucking dream of writing. Can I tell you something? Because at the you? end of the day, I love Rush too. Anyways, go Paul on. and I listen to a podcast called Legion of Skanks, and there's a guy on that show, uh, Louis J. Gomez, who went, who grew up in Rockland County with Claudio, went to the same school as Claudio. And there are episodes of Legion of Skanks throughout this last year where he's talked about stories about Claudio being a dick at like prom and shit like that. With kids. Doug, do you remember when we saw Coheed and Cambria Thursday? And fucking AFI. Don't even, bring up, don't even bring up that show right now. Great, one of the greatest live right shows. So I meet Claudia. I walk over to the hallway and I'm like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. I heard you were going to do a comic about this. Do you have any idea when it's going to come out? And he looks at that. me and he goes, and he looks at me and he goes, I don't know, man. I'm a little fucking busy right now. That was my first interaction with Claudia. Now, years later... I went to C2E2 to get tattooed by Kelly Rogers in Chicago Comic Con. No last name. And Claudio was there. Me and Kelly. And me and Maybe Kelly walked up to his walked up to his booth and Claudio was like, Oh yeah, you're the guy who's done all these Coe tattoos. You're cool. And Claudio was cool as fuck to the both of us. But the fact that I was a fan and he was a dick to me the first time, like, dude, fuck it. And you know what? For the most part, I love the first Coheed album, and I love the second Coheed album. And then after that, it's the same old recycled fucking bullshit fucking over and over again, and I was done with that band after that. That's just my opinion. I don't mean to offend you, Bob. I know I know you love them. It's not a personal attack on you, but it's recycled fucking garbage. Look, I am no I'm no stranger to shitting on things I love, but if you want to talk about recycled garbage, man, every fucking Alkaline Trio album is the same fucking album lyrically. It is. I love them. To to no end I fucking love them. My first tattoo is Alkaline Trio. But their music how old are they gonna get when they stop writing fucking love songs and shit? Poppy love songs, man. About high school. Because Alkaline Trio does that's really funny you say that as an Alkaline Trio fan because Alkaline Trio doesn't have a lot of love songs. I could probably only think about four or five love songs. Are you fucking breakup me? album relationship songs? Then what? Oh, yo, yo, break, 
breakup songs, despair, alcoholism, drug addiction, Satanism. Yeah, it's, it seems like they don't learn their lesson. Okay. It seems like they haven't learned their lesson. They keep writing the same goddamn album about being addicts and junkies and shit, man. I love them, don't get me wrong, but I mean, I'm just calling a spade a spade, man. I think that's racially insensitive, too. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Why? You call a shovel a shovel, you fucking racist. <laughs> Bob talking or Bob Freeze? <laughs> Bob, Bob's like Bob, Bob's like trying to collect himself right now. I'm He's trying like, so hard. You don't see this often. You don't see this often. I, I wish you were sitting here right now. I really do. Yeah, I know. Because you can intimidate me physically, but I'm not sitting there next to you. you Dude, fuck. I can drive so to your thank, house, you shit. I know you can. You know where I live. <laughs> Do it! What? Do it, Bob! Drive to, drive to my house! Drive to my house right now! You know what's gonna happen? What? I'm just gonna give you a big hug and a fucking kiss on the cheek because I love you. That's what I Truthfully, though, with the exception of my ex-wife, every ex-girlfriend like, at like actual in a relationship with that I've dated, I still have a pretty good relationship with all of them. One night stands are different, but actually like dated I multiple except... times. So I have... I... Except for... Two. And Doug has met both of them. Oh, I, was I, I only have uh, one that I still talk to, and, and it's the only one I want to still talk to. It's the only person. Well, I mean, I don't still talk to all well, my ex-girlfriends, but like, I'm on you're good terms in, with them. You're still, in love, you're still in love with her, so I mean... Well, I don't think I'll ever not be in love with her. But, yeah, but it, but it, but it, but it's not. It's not so much like God. I hope we get together. It's not. No, no, like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're, you, you just you love her as a person. Oh, absolutely! I take a bullet. She's one one of a one of uh, with with the four of you. She is the fifth person that I would I would take a bullet. A very well, small I, I, I would have taken a bullet for John, but he pissed me off. So fuck. <laughs> I would have taken a bullet by you. He'll <laughs> 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 oh, be crying himself great. to sleep tonight with his huge grin. Hope you sleep well on your my pillow tonight, you piece of shit. <laughs> Absolutely, I will. You I order did, one from that I guy. Will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to the first Rush album, or as I call it, all of the Coheed and Cambria albums. Moving <laughs> <laughs> pictures is, is sounds nothing like Coheed. No. <sighs> the only reason they ever got even lumped in together was they both have high voices. Do you remember that That's guy? That's not that true. Worked? That's not true, Bob. Give That's me another not reason. true at all. They make fantasy fucking concept albums. So and Rush Genesis. was the first. But no, Rush Genesis was like was the first. Rush. Shit. I'm not saying they were first. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck <laughs> up. You were wrong this time, Larry Arms. Shut the fuck up. Rush was not the first band to write fantasy songs. We got fucking Led Zeppelin singing about Hobbits and Middle that. Earth and shit. Shut the fuck up. Never. The only thing that would make this better is if John was the John at the smoke shop. Whenever he'd get mad and get into heated arguments like this, when he'd start smashing the glass counter, that's retarded. Are you fucking serious? I, that's what I remember about John. Whenever John, like the little, the few times I met you, but whenever you got passionate about something, which was quite often in the three times we met, I always remember the hair whip. Like whenever you were trying to make a point. Hey, John. 
John, you remember that one time you went to the Panic at the Disco concert? <laughs> I don't even know who that band is. I saw that they suck. <laughs> You're so full of shit. You introduced me op- to that band, you fucking moron. <laughs> no, I did. No, I yes, did. you did. Mother- you gave me a no, favor you can't sweat out. You're a fucking liar. You gave me the CD in the smoke shop. You're a liar. Ooh. Not true. Not oh. true. Not true. Oh, Not yeah. true. I've never... I've heard I've heard two songs by that band in my lifetime, and I've never liked them. I swear on your ex. Not true. Man. Not true. I swear. I swear dude, on my father's fucking up, grave, dude. Oh my god. I swear on my father's Did fucking grave. I, I swear never on liked your ex's life, you fucking dick. That is so huh? fucked up. What? Did you say he I swear died. on your ex's life? No. Yes, you fucking <laughs> did. You no, I never liked that band. We're all horrible but, human beings. We're all horrible human beings. Jesus Christ. Except for Paul. Never liked that band. Doug, 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 you are mistaken, sir. I, I have never liked that band, seriously. Bob, I, I apologize for making fun of Cody and Cambria. Oh, that, I mean, dude, those make first, fun of whatever you those, want. Those, those first two albums, I, I love fucking dearly, and I'll... I, I love the death. So anyways, Paul, tell us about the new Travis Trent album and how good it is. Paul, Probably not your on your guys' sounds level. like somebody's taking their finger and running down a synthesizer. He's he's roboting the fuck out. Freezing, roboting. You look like, you sound like all the best Daft Punk albums of the last decade. Actually, uh, Red... Uh-huh, that's funny. Random Access Memories is a good fucking album if you never heard Daft I Punk. I have never listened to a Daft Punk album. Can I can I be honest with you? Really? The, the yes, only one I love Daft Punk. I like Daft Punk too, but if you give uh, when you're driving tonight, listen to Random Access Memories. I, I if you do not like that album, I'll be amazed, man. It is there's something for everybody on that fucking album. Every song's got a different sound to it. I love that album. Yeah, I don't I don't really like electronic dance music all that much, but like Daft Punk, like that's it's good shit. It's there's very a lot catchy, of very hypnotic. Very hypnotic music. Like, even, like, the first single, like, Around the World, like, you just listen to that song, and it's, like, you almost, like, get, like, get hypnotized by it. It's very, very, very strange. The only time in my life where I ever listened to any kind of electronic or EDM music, I was generally on lots of drugs. I remember taking a lot of LSD and just watching my Equalizer as the Chemical Brothers played. I don't know. Still to this day, my favorite story is of you taking LSD, sitting on a toilet, going to take a shit, and then somebody knocking on the door to the bathroom. Bob, have you taken a shit yet? No. You've been in there for two hours. I don't think you got to go. <laughs> Fair enough. I really thought I had to go, though. It's Just, ropey. No, in, my, in my defense, I really felt like I had to shit. If you could be one character from any show and live that person's life, who would it be? Has to be a fictional show. Can't be like the Kardashians. I got it. Well, Paul froze on How I Met Your Mother. Who, who, who from How I Met Your Mother? Ed Mosby. I love how I. Doug, you don't like How I Met Your Mother, do you? Ed Mosby. No, I hate it. Ed Mosby. Okay. How I Met Your Mother. If I could be any character, I would be Ted Mosby and How I Met Your Mother. Interesting choice. Dude has an amazing. Dude has an amazing adventure, amazing friends around him. Uh, funny as fuck, becomes successful, very wealthy architecture fucking dude. 
and uh, meets the love of his life, only for her to die to bring him closer to probably the true love of his life. I was going to say, but was that really the love of his life, or was it Colby Smulders? It was Colby Smulders. But also, the woman he married, though, man, gorgeous, hot as fuck, awesome, played things like Yeah, amazing. She's got nudes out there. I love it. How I met your, how I met your mother and me. I rank that above the Office and Parks and Recreation in my list of sitcoms. That is my. I think it's better than the Office. I think it's better than The Office. I think it's better than Parts and Rec. What, For the what, top, like, big three in that debate. Yeah. Great cast. Funny fucking show. I mean, I, I remember the first time I watched it, I had a big problem with the laugh track, though. Mm-hmm. That show has a laugh track with a previous recording audience from, like, the 70s laughing at it. And it took me, like, weeks to get over that, but once I got over that, it became like my one my, my favorite sitcom of all time. I'll take it from Seinfeld, anything like it's my favorite sitcom of all time, and I watch it. I watch all the episodes like once a year. Who do you guys? Anyways, toss up for me. I, I I've been writing them down while we've been talking. Uh, I don't know if any, any of you guys have seen the show Rectify. Uh, it was on. Um... Is that about the gay gold miner? <laughs> no, no, but uh, no. Rectify is a really good show. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, Daniel Holden is a character I've always found fascinating. He's got a really great redemptive story. It's a toss-up between him, Elliot Alderson for Mister Robot, as I've always wanted to be that kind of intelligent, and but I've always felt like I kind of identified with that character because I got into that show when I was really heavy into Suboxone, and that first season is about a, a guy who's so depressed he's just a fucking junkie for opiates. So between those two or Opie from Sons of Anarchy, because Opie is the kind of guy I've always wanted to be, the quiet guy who's not who's willing to, to do the fucked up shit that people don't want to do because it needs to be done. I like that quality yeah, but, of Opie. Okay, let me, let, me inter- let me interject here to you. I love Opie. I love Sons of Anarchy. It's one of my favorite series, hands down. Definitely in my top five. You know that when Opie volunteers himself for death for the club, suicide. He's he's leaving behind a wife and child. Correct. Now Jax, on the other hand, has no wife, has no child, and who was the other one locked up with? And who was the other one locked up with them? Not at this point. Not at this point in the fucking show. He had one. All right. And then who was the other guy locked up with them? Chibs. Tig? T- Tig and Tig. Oh, it was Chibs. Chibs. No, it was both of them. Tig and Chibs. Chibs. Take it from me. I, I'm, I'm at the, I'm right. the last episode now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to watch Papa's Good. Tig's, Chibs, yeah. Fucking Chibs or Tig should have taken the fucking, should have taken the fucking pipe there. God damn it. I love every character on that show. It's such a good, it really is a good show. I'll tell you what. I love you in your goddamn character development. Season I seven. love that Tig is fought, towards the end of the show falls in love with Walton Goggins' character. That's yeah. one of my favorite things about that show is that oh, they end up falling in love. But also watch Tig, but watching Tig's see his daughter burned alive Hardest is, thing one of most fuck, is one of the most fucked up things I've seen on network television. 
That's a hard goddamn episode. A hard thing to get. I can't. I can't think of a character from a TV show off the top of my head, but I can think of a character from a film. I was gonna. I was actually gonna ask you about that. I was gonna say, what are the rules here? William Miller from Almost Famous. Dude, Uh, that's literally what I wanted my life to be. I know. I know. So for me, I would say I'm with Doug on a toss up. It's between McNulty from The Wire. McNulty and... from The Wire? Are you out of your? Are you out of your fucking mind? Really, McNulty? What a, tor- I, I, what a tortured fucking human being! Dude, Why would, would you be, want to live your life? Because I, because I, 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 I relate to The Wire first. I would be right. I would rather. I would say Stringer Bell, motherfucker. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Here we got Prop John yelling at my brother Paul. <laughs> right, Prop Joe. The character, I'd be McNulty, the alcoholic person who can't find love, who can't keep his shit together, and somehow solves cases. Here's here's that, another. That here's, a, here's 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 the fuck Paul, up. All right, hey hey, shut hey. the fuck up, John. T- t- take an enema for a second and calm the fuck down. So here's another character that I I relate to a lot, and I don't know why. Who here has seen the movie Jeff Who Lives at Home? Long time ago, only once. But uh, I, if I remember correctly, Jason Siegel. Yes, and I really relate to his character in that film. I don't know why, but that I, that movie makes me cry every time. Hey, Paul, uh, what was what was the other one, Paul? Besides, okay, you want to relive uh, Well, fuck now. After John's fucking explosion, I don't know if I want to say oh, the second fuck one. That, fuck. <laughs> say what you want. Well, no, now I really want to say the second one. It it would be Dennis Leary from Rescue Me. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Are you a goddamn sadist, masochist? What is wrong with you? You know what? I changed my answer. You know where I want to be? I want to be Jesus Christ and Passion of the Christ, and just get the shit kicked out of me and then fucking crucified at the end. That's who I want to be if I can choose any fucking character. What the? What is going on here? In your fantasies, in your if you could be oh, any goddamn TV character in the history of time, you choose two of the most fucked up, mentally damaged fucking characters in television. What? Paul, Paul, go to bed. Paul, go to sleep. Go to sleep. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. All right, Doug, what's yours? Bob was allowed to choose a movie then, so my choice is the original Zelda from Pet Cemetery. Then that's who I (laughs) am going for. All right, I changed my answer too. I want to be Laura Palmer from Twin (laughs) Peaks. Good night. So I'm glad I got to explain mine, but it's cool. Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks. It's pretty funny. He said Laura Palmer pretty funny. from Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh my god. God damn it, that's the funniest fucking thing I've heard all night. <sighs> you know, if I could be any character in any movie or TV, I would like to be the Titanic. Because I was great. And I hit an iceberg and I fucking sunk and I died a horrible, tragic fucking death. You either want to be Laura Palmer, the Titanic, 
I want to be I want to be all the victims of True Blood season one. I what else is character in the Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind? <laughs> I love that fucking movie. I, just like I don't say, know how many times I've seen that film. I would just like I to say could be Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I would just like to say that John's yeah. care John's character went through a lot of fucking heartbreak at the end of his too. Like his wife died. He was stuck with two kids on his own. He had the voice of Bob Saget. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Oh, but you did steal a blue French that. horn. And I'll, I'll take I'll take that because. Because I end up fucking Kobe Smothers at the end of the day. Man, she's got legs for fucking days. Would you like to hear the reason why I chose those two? Take it. <laughs> I didn't get no. shit about my No, I would not. I think both characters are perfectly imperfect. I think they are guys who have real life experience just like everybody else, and we all here have had ups and downs so in our life. Why in a, they are so both. why in a fantasy situation? Let him finish, you, you fuck. Jesus. At the- so why, why in a fantasy setting you suck so goddamn retarded? Are you fucking glutton for punishment? Uh, I also like that. How both- come this is not the real world? Like Sorry, Paul. Go ahead. Uh, both characters at the end of the day are both alive when their shows end, uh, and I like how both of them have a moral code, even though they do fucked up shit. They they have measures in their life that keep them from crossing the line. McNulty's is a little me, but okay. Well, so is Dennis. I never watched Rescue Me. It's so a good, it, it's a good show. I hey man, recommend it. Hey, <laughs> hey man, remember that time that McNulty started tying the red or the yellow fucking ribbons on dead homeless people who died of natural I causes I to create I, to no, create the up. aspect shut of a shut fucking up. serial shut killer? Up. Oh, he's so admit. Yeah, I'm I glad John got. I would be Debo. Yeah. Want my bike? That's no, that's my bike, bitch. You want my bike? Sure, bike now. <laughs> Yo, you see Big Firm? <laughs> I was this close to taking a shit on camera and just letting it go. I honestly kind of wish you would have now. Now that I know that, I think that would have been hilarious. I'm curious if I do it if you can hear it hit the water. Yes, you can. If you got your microphone, it's so yeah. goddamn hot. Yes, you took your you took your headset off a little while ago and walked into the to the next room, and you could still hear what was going on in the background for your fucking headset. Bob, your mic is Bob, on. The I not only know what you're doing, but all the people who live in your house, I know what they're doing. That's how hot your mic. I would like to be Anne Frank because she wrote what she felt deep down inside of her heart. And she stayed true to it. All right, that's the end of the episode right there. That's that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> See you guys. I guess.